Well, in the first quarter, UNLV gained 126 yards. BYU gained 102 feet. 0-0 <laughs> after one. BYU and UNLV. The Cougars ran eight plays. Eight plays in the entire quarter for a gain of 2.1 yards per play. That's 17 total yards or 102 feet. UNLV 128 yards on 100 passing and uh, 20. Eight, uh, make 126 yards on 100 passing and 26 rushing. As we come back in, quarter number two begins. First down and 10, UNLV at the BYU 32-yard line. Fillmore Spencer is Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. BYU's got some problems to solve with UNLV driving it here deep into BYU territory. 32-yard line, first and 10 for the Rebels. And the Rebels have run 22 plays to BYU's 8 through 15 minutes. And that was a briskly moving first quarter. Yeah, it went pretty quick. Well, I am. Uh, I think that BYU is doing a nice job with the runs up the middle, and uh, UNLV likes that stuff. But then they do have a lot of outside game with that fly sweep, uh, the pitch from the quarterback to a back. So uh, BYU is committing a lot of people to the inside to make those stops. And so far, UNLV hasn't hurt them badly with the run game. It's the blocking, pass game. Blocking tight end Cody Scherf is in at tight end right. Wingback right is tight end Giovanni Faolo. Now both those tight ends shift from right to left. See? Stand, see him move quick? Shotgun, handoff, Thomas running right and tackled to the far side of the field by Zane Anderson. Zane Anderson with a beat on Lexington Thomas, who on first and ten ran it right for a gain of five. Mark? That right tackle jumps, I'm telling you. He moves before the snap and he gets a just gets a little bit of a head start, but it's so close to the snap, apparently the officials aren't aren't going to do anything about it. I think he jumped. UNLV running his 24th play of the game. BYU's run eight plays. Of BYU's eight plays, three were rushes, two for losses. The only positive yardage game play was Squally Canada. It's loaded pistol for Stanton. Stanton, keeper, middle to the 25-yard line on second and six, gain of three. It'll be third down and three for UNLV with 14-15 to go in the opening quarter. I think Stanton goes down a little easier than I expected him to uh, because he's a big kid. Like I said, he's 240 pounds. And uh, the fact that BYU is able to take his legs out pretty easily, he's been able to, uh, they reduce his ability to get out and run after the hit. A sixth, a third down for UNLV. They're two of five on third downs. The power package in with a couple of tights left and right. Third and three between the hashes from the 25. Stanton pulls it away. Sprints to the right. Looks downfield. Tucks. Keeps. Pops up in the air. Oh, it goes right to a teammate. And it's a first down for UNLV. On third and three, Stanton running right. Tucks. And as he dives for the marker, he gets hit. The ball pops up in the air. It goes right into the arms of a teammate. And UNLV The ruling on the field possession. was a fumble recovered by UNLV for a first down. Yeah, man. And that's the blocking tight end a moment, mentioned a moment ago. Cody Scherf, no catches on the year. And he was simply there to clear the way for Stanton. The ball pops high in the air and settles into his waiting arms. First down, UNLV at the 17 of man. BYU red zone possession. Corbin Kofusi put the hit on Stanton, knocked the ball in the air, but it goes to a teammate, and they move the sticks on that play. And he was going to be short of the first down. Stanton and shotgun quarterback draw double team tackle inside the 20 to the 15 to 14 yard line gain of three on first and 10 for johnny stanton 1305 to go until halftime Greg, zero zero our score i'm still confused on how that was physically possible kafusi hit him going south stands running north and the ball yeah. somehow flew ahead 
five yards forward. Just like you said, shot up 10 feet into the air for the first down. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who keeps us in business. Rebels inside the BYU 15 to the 14, second down and seven, 12.44 to go till halftime. Stanton gun, Thomas right hip. Trips left, single wide right ball between the hashes. There's a shotgun snap, a three-step drop, a throw and a down and into the post, and it's incomplete. Intended for Devontae Boyd, too far in front of him. Third down and seven, UNLV at the BYU 14. Trevion Green is the guy out there at corn right, corner right now, and uh, he was the guy that was uh, trailing the play just a little bit, and uh, since the ball was overthrown, he didn't have to make the hit to break it up. UNLV's got to get to the seven and a half of BYU to move the sticks. Third down and seven. Three of six are the Rebels on third downs. BYU's gotten to third down just twice, 0 for 2. Stanton in the gun. Running back Thomas to his left. No tights in the set. Twins to either side. Wide receivers. Stanton on a three-step. Chased by Kafusi. Throws to the end zone. It is picked off in the end zone by Zane Anderson. Zane Anderson with the INT. And the Cougar defense holds again, and they get the ball back. Kendall Keys, the intended receiver. Zane Anderson leaping in front of him to haul it in for the interception with 12.27 to go till halftime. First down. You got that right. Timeout on the field. 0-0. Cougars offense back on the field next. Timeout You're on the, the new field. skin. BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tonight's game brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join America First and be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details and go Cougars. 12.27 to go till halftime. And uh, Mark, UNLV probably feels 0-0 is an unjust score at this point. <laughs> well, they have two long drives, that's for sure. Two times got down uh, close to the 20 and inside the 20. So usually those do produce points. But... Uh, Boy, uh, Anderson did a terrific job to bait the quarterback a little bit. Now, the quarterback gets outside of uh, pressure. He's out of containment, and I thought he had a chance to run it. But in the last second, he decides to throw to what he thought was an open receiver. And I think Anderson was baiting him, knowing that I can make up this difference because the kid's right at the back of the end zone, and then he makes a nice pick. BYU football first down and 10 at the Cougars' 20-yard line following that INT touchback. 0-0, 0-0, BYU, UNLV, Joe Critchlow, quarterback, handoff, Squally, Canada. And Canada has a gain of three, almost four, just like his first carry. It's only carry number two for Squally. He's made them both count for positive yards. The other carries for BYU are Kofensis for a loss of three and Critchlow on a sack for a loss of four. Well, Squally, yeah, he hits right into the line. I thought that the, he was just going to get swallowed up, but he gets through that first tackler and into that second group of guys coming to get him. Defenses in direct snap territory. Critchlow is out as a wide receiver, part of Tripp's left. Elbakri to the right hip of Kofensis. Kofensis on quarterback keep. Shoots a gap to the second level to the 40, the 43. A gain of 19 for Austin Kofensis. That hole opened wide up up front. And on quarterback keep, Kofensis with a big gainer. We'll call that a UCCU smart decision of the game. Brought to you by UCCU. Featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. And Mark, plays like that will work when the hole's that big. The spread formation got that inside linebacker to come out with a wide receiver leaving uh, that open gap for Kofensis. Pistol now Critchlow back in shotgun snap territory Kofensis in back of him Critchlow claps the hands play fake to Kofensis, loads up and fires deep and caught by 
by Micah Simon down at the 26-yard line of UNLV. It's a big gainer, a 28-yarder, Critchlow to Simon. BYU first down and 10 for Critchlow. It's a long completion of his BYU career. His previous long was 14, and that'll set BYU up at the 26 of UNLV. Ball between the hashes, 0-0 our score. That's a 30-yarder, Critchlow to Simon. Boy, nice job by Simon to jump and make that catch right at the peak of his jump and used his body to keep the back away from him. Defenses to receive the snap. Critchlow, part of trips left. Keeper, Kofensis, feeling his way forward, hit from behind, jarred, but the ball stays set in his grasp to the 23-yard line, a gain of three. It'll be second down and seven. Javen White came from behind yeah. to put the pop on Austin Kofensis, who now leaves the game, and Critchlow will go back to quarterback. Pretty patient. Uh, I'm talking about Kofensis kind of waiting for something to open up, and uh, had he had a chance to just uh, set sail to the edge, I think he maybe had a chance to pick up maybe a couple more, more yards. Pistol, Critchlow, Elbakri, now Braden to the right hip of Critchlow. Joe claps the hands, receives the shotgun snap, holds it out to Braden. Braden starting right on second and seven. And the 26, and I can't be right, that down a distance marker was incorrect. It goes down to the 21-yard line. It'll end up being third down and four. Gain of three there on a second and seven. Yeah, he got pinballed, didn't he? Made sure he wrapped up on the football, and when he got hit, he just got pinballed. Uh, didn't land on his feet well enough that he could keep on running. BYU's only faced third down twice in this game. They're 0 for 2. This is a third down and 4. BYU has to get to the 16-yard line to move the sticks. Critchlow, gun, Albacri left hip. Motioning Hefo to Twins right with a tight end Bushman to the right. On a three-step, now a deeper drop. They throw Hefo wide open. 20, 15, 10, race for the pylon. Stunner step back into the end zone. Did he get there? Waiting for the signal. Boy, they brought everybody, Greg. I mean, uh, they were uh, that that ended up being zero cover. So every there was no safety free. They brought everybody in, and uh, Critchlow just uh, backpedaled and backpedaled and backpedaled until he waited until finally Hefo cleared across the middle. Great crossing route. Catches the football, accelerates to the edge, and uh, dives into the end zone with a ball extended. They are going to check to see if he went out of bounds. If it stays, first touchdown pass for Joe Critchlow. Second touchdown catch of the year and career for Aleva Hifo. He caught that crossing ball, and then it was a race for the pylon, but a stop near the sideline. A little stop and go to lose Dalton Baker. And then he plants, stretches, and the review will be whether a toe was out before the ball crossed the plane. It looks like Hefo steps out at the two. Where's the ball at that point? Certainly shy of the goal line. Don't get the great angle there. But I think just based on physics and geometrics, they're going to call that back and make it first and goal from the one. So hold off on the TD pass and TD catch as Hefo does step out. And here comes the call from Scott Campbell. After review, the runner went out of bounds at the one-and-a-half-yard line. First down and goal. Well, they're going to put it at the one-and-a-half even though he has it extended. It looked as though it was going to be inside the one to me. So first and goal for BYU between the one and the two-yard line. Take the touchdown off the board. And we stay 0-0 with 9.18 to go till halftime. I do want to mention, Greg, what a nice play that was by Hefa. Like you said, he's racing to the pylon, and his ability to just stop on a dime and get underneath that defender was really a nice play, even though he didn't get the touchdown. So BYU will go heavy. Brackenell Bakri, Bradenell Bakri, J.J. Nwigwe, Tanner Baldry. Big bodies in on a first and goal. 
They load the backfield with the brothers El Bakri. Critchlow under center. Hands off. Braden. Braden running right. Drags a tackler into the end zone for the touchdown. Braden El Bakri scores it. His third career touchdown, and BYU does take the 6-0 lead with 9.06 to go until halftime. Well, everything just closed in where, you know, you had those two big backs in there blocking, and everybody is anticipating he's going to try and run inside the tight end. And Al Backway just slides off to the outside, gets it into the end zone. Mitch Harris will deep snap. Gavin Fowler's changes number from 16 to 17 for this week. He'll make the hold between the hashes. Brett Almond on for the PAT. Brett's made 55 in a row. And make it 56. BYU 7, UNLV 0, 9.06 to go till halftime. Timeout on the field here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. It is a final in overtime. BYU women's basketball gets win number one. They defeat Southern Utah at the Marriott Center tonight in overtime, 75-67. Cassie broadhead DeVagere leading all scores with 25 points. Let's get back down to Sam Boyd Stadium and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Shep. Just had our State Farm Drive of the Game sponsored by State Farm. Learn more by calling an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. It's an 80-yard drive following a Zane Anderson INT in the end zone. They take the INT, turn it into seven at the other end, 80 yards, seven plays, 321 off the clock. It ends in a one-yard Braden L. Bakri touchdown run for Braden. That is touchdown number three of his BYU career, two of this season. is a touchdown reception and now a touchdown run this year as BYU opens up on top by a score of 7-0. The Rebels outgaining BYU 144-97, but the Rebels missing a field goal and throwing a pick and seeing it go the other way. Cougars 7, Reb 0 with 9.06 to go till the break. BYU kickoff. Corey Edwards, the left footer this time. They've used Mickelson, now Edwards into the wind, short to the 15-yard line. 20, 25, 30, 32-yard line goes Darren Woods Jr. All kinds of flags fly at the end of that. What did you observe, Mark? I missed it. There was a scuffling and pushing. Two uh, Rebels blocking on one BYU guy, and uh, he was kind of like fighting to get away from him. But I don't know the nature of the foul. There's two flags, so it's pretty evident. I don't know how I missed it. Two other guys saw it. Referee Scott Campbell mulling his options here. Let's see what they're going to call here. During the return, holding number 23, return team. Ten-yard penalty from the spot, uh, from the end of the run. First down, UNLV. So both officials saw the same thing. Yep. It'll back them up, and it'll be penalty number one against UNLV. Duke 7, UNLV 0, and BYU in the Satake era has only scored first eight times in 23 games. But they score first here a ninth time, and they've done well in the previous eight. Six and two the record when opening up on top. Johnny Stanton has gone all the way at quarterback. He stays in at cube here with Lexington Thomas to his right hip. Trips to the right, single wide left. Ball near hash. The short side is left for Stanton. Pulls it away from the back, throws high, and it's caught by Kendall Keyes. He bobbled it, juggled it, and pulled it to his chest as he falls to the ground. A 13-yard gain on first down and 10, and the Rebels move the sticks. Play fake holds those inside linebackers, and then that uh, receiver is able to get behind them on the slant pattern. Ball was high, but uh, he ends up snagging it. You know, that's two times yeah. the ball bounces the bounce, to them, the stays in their hands. The have gone their way so far today. Stanton, shotgun, 
Wing to the right, tail back left. Hand off Lexington Thomas. Thomas got to the second level in a hurry, and that's an 11-yard oh, try. He keeps going. He stays on his feet somehow down the far boundary. I thought he was down nice. after a 12-yard run, and he's still going. He slid right under that tackle. I thought he was engulfed in the tackle, and somehow he slid right under it. And that's why he's a 1,000-yard rusher guy. His feet were incredible right there, just dancing, moving, always driving. What a run by Lexington Thomas. Thomas coming into today, 1,063 yards, averaging seven a pop. And man, alive. Tacklers on top of him, and he somehow just slips beneath them and keeps on going. UNLV, first and 10 at the BYU 32 on that long gainer. 35-yard run by Thomas. Stanton shotgun. Hand off Thomas. Thomas middle this time where the going is a little tougher, and he's thrown back after a gain of three. Adam Pulsifer on the wrap-up and the throwback. So second and seven Rebels. They trail BYU by a score of 7-0. This first half has clipped right along. 7.40 to go till halftime. BYU 7, UNLV 0. Cougars haven't led too frequently at halftime in the Sitake era. Again, just eight times in 23 games, but they are 8-0 when leading at halftime. Can BYU keep a lead into the locker room here? We have 7.25 to go till halftime. Stanton, gun. Hands off to Thomas running left. Oh, a sidestep, and he keeps it going. Run a run by Thomas again. Finally, he's leveled at the end of the run by Butch Pau'u. But on second down and six, give him a run of ten. He is something else, Mark. Oh, man, he goes four directions at once. Uh, he was, uh, they had him in his sights. I, I'm not sure who the tackler was, but, boy, he was going to hit him. And he just hop-stepped in a, in a microsecond uh, to the right and was still on his run. He just didn't even slow down. It was, uh, what a move. Makes moves at full speed. Stanton goes under center. A tight end motion to the right. Strength is right. Stretch handoff right. Thomas in the hole closed up on Lexington on a first down run from the 19. He got to the 17 gain of two for Lexington Thomas that time. Almost every BYU defender was in on that tackle. So that was good. They got him held up and everybody jumped on knowing uh, this kid can keep going. UNLV has been in scoring position tonight. Two really good uh, scoring opportunities. A missed field goal and then an INT thrown in the end zone. BYU's capitalized on the INT, driven 80 yards for a score, leading at 7-0. But here are the Rebels again knocking on BYU's door, 17-yard line. It's just second down and eight for UNLV. They gave him two, Thomas, on that first down run. Lexington to the right hip of Stanton. Trips left, single wide right. Looks left, looks right, throws in the flat to Thomas. 10-5, hit short of the pylon. He'll be out at the one. He'll be first and goal for UNLV. He's wide open on the far flat. And then down the boundary he goes. Took a pop at the one by Zane Anderson. But now it's first and goal from the one for UNLV. The Rebels looking to answer an 80-yard scoring drive from BYU. BYU came with an outside blitz. And so uh, once that it was picked up and the quarterback was in trouble, he was seeing I can't get out anywhere. He just lofted the ball over that blitzing linebacker and uh, ended up to Thomas for the big play. Eye backs, power eye, strength right. Hand off to the tailback who leaps in the air. It's Lexington Thomas. Got to the plane, but not over. He stopped at the goal line. On first and goal from the one, it goes to second and goal from the inches out line. Thomas went high, but did not get the ball over the plane. As they went heavy there with tight ends and fullbacks in the backfield. Well, you have to be careful when you jump like that because to help get lift, you raise your arms to help you jump, and sometimes you lose the football. Four tight ends in the set. 
helping form a power eye strength right. The trail back is Thomas. Handoff Lexington stopped at the goal line again and driven back. Again he stopped. Second and goal from inches out. Make it third and goal. Boy, he's a... Now he's a little kid, you know, uh, hitting into that hole and... uh, He's able to just keep the feet. He's 5'9", 170 pounds, and he's able to keep his feet driving and a tough kid to bring down. BYU hasn't gone particularly heavy. They've kept Talia Uli and Tanielu in there. Taki Taki and Kafusi on the ends. Third and goal from inches out again. So it's quarterback this time. You and again, him. four tights in the set. Under center is Stanton. They motion to power eye strength left. Handoff Thomas. Thomas reaches for the plane. And did he get it over? No. no signal yet. He's down. He's down short. Micah Hanneman wrapped up. And the knee was down before the ball crossed the plane. He stretches the ball out. But it comes after the knee is down. To fourth and goal. First and goal from the one. The ruling on the field was the runner was short of the goal line. The previous play was on the further review. Now the fans cheer because they believe on the review the ball was stretched over the plane. But the question is where's the nose of the ball when the knee goes down for the first time? First and goal from the one, not in. Second and goal inside the one, not in. Third and goal inside the one and not in pending the review. As Hanneman stayed with Thomas, knee... Uh, they might give it to him. I'm not sure that a knee really came down. Was an elbow down before the ball okay. crosses? Was a Sounds was good. a hip down Knees before down, the ball crosses the plane? Right close. It's close. Very okay. close. And in fact, Hanneman's body it maybe is under up. under the back. I think what happens there is Hanneman's body After protects. Review, the run across the goal line before his knee was down. Therefore, it's a touchdown. Yeah, the, the game clock operator, please reset the game clock to four minutes, 25 seconds. Yeah, the initial... Four minutes, 25 seconds. My first look at it had me thinking the ball was stretched over the plane for the score, and ultimately on the review, the fact that Hanneman's body cushions Lexington Thomas, keeping him from really going to ground while the ball is stretched out, results in the ruling of touchdown. 7-6 the score, PAT coming up here with 425 to go till halftime. On for the PA try is Evan Pantels. Snap, down, kick, through, and we are tied at 7. 7-7, BYU and UNLV, 425 to go till halftime here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 32222 for current ER wait times. Let's sit down to Nate Mickle, get an update on, uh, was it Kairos Tonga, Nate? Yeah, early in the second quarter, Kairos Tonga went into the locker room, but fortunately for BYU, he has returned and has been cleared to return to the game. Thank you, Nate. Both teams have scored on one yard at touchdown runs, and we are tied at seven. BYU's touchdown answered by a touchdown drive from UNLV. The Cougars went 80 yards to score from Braden L. Bakri one yard out, and the Rebels go 79 yards over nine plays, 441 off the clock to score with Lexington Thomas taking it in from one yard out. But it was a grind for the Rebels to get in from the one, Mark. Yeah, it was, and uh, but I the BYU uh, did a great job in that goal line stand to keep that kid from getting into the end zone on the other two plays so I expected the quarterback to keep it on that third play but uh, he was able to still get it in boy they're pretty sharp though I'm impressed with UNLV's offense uh, the kid throws it accurately and, and he, that Thomas kid doesn't need much room at all to be able to make a big play 
Joe Critchlow has a passer rating right now of 154.2. Five and seven, a five of seven for 69 yards is Critchlow. And BYU's won 33 consecutive games with a passer rating of 150-plus. Daniel Gutierrez kicking it away from right to left as we see it and you hear it. Jacobson and Shelton back deep for BYU. Shelton from the 6 to the 10, 15, 20, 25 stop there. So just outside the 25-yard line, BYU first down and 10. Cougar football is brought to you by... Ken Garf Honda of Orem, where they have a brand new dealership. Come see their new showroom floor located on University Parkway. Ken Garf Honda of Orem. We hear Cougs. BYU 7, UNLV 7. They've taken time out, but we're going to stay right here, Mark, with 420 okay. to go till halftime. BYU's last drive, their scoring drive, uh, had the two things that we were talking about in the pregame, at least as uh, keys to the game. They had the long pass play, and they converted on third and six. So you, you make the first down on the third down. You get the good field position with the long throw. And then the third part was they finished with a touchdown instead of a field goal. So uh, they were able to complete all of those things in that drive. The long play was 30 yards to Simon. The third down play was Hefo to the pylon. And then the touchdown runs Braden Elbakri. So in that particular drive, they had things together, did a nice job. And uh, you get points and you're in the football game. Gave you Critchlow's numbers a moment ago. Uh, rushing Austin Defensis on three carries leads with 20 yards, an average of 6.7. Squally Canada, two for eight. Elbakri, two for four and a score. And Joe Critchlow, a sack for a loss of four yards rushing. Aleva Hifo, two catches, 29. And Mike Simon, one for 30. That 30-yard grab that we mentioned a moment ago. Uh, Matt Bushman, one catch for six yards. Bushman came in two tonight, climbing the freshman receiving chart. Matt now with 41 catches on the year. He's one back of Cody Hoffman, who's in uh, third place all-time among BYU freshmen for catches in a year. And uh, Matt will be catching some other illustrious names with receiving yards as he goes along here in these final three games. Certainly one of the best ever to play as a freshman catching the football, and he's already set the BYU freshman tight end receiving record. That's Matt Bushman. I gave you BYU's individual numbers. Uh, look at UNLV. Johnny Stanton, 9 for 14 for a buck 28, no touchdowns and a pick. Passer rating of 126.8, so BYU has the better passer rating number right now. Thomas, Lexington Thomas, 11 carries, 56 yards, average of 5.1, long of 35. He has the touchdown run. Stanton, 9 for 30. Campbell, 3 for 9. Leading receiver, Darren Woods Jr., 5 for 47. He's the only UNLV Rebel with multiple receptions. Devontae Boyd has one catch for 16. All right, they go to the pistol to the Cougars. Critchlow trailed by Canada. One. They get two, Canada, two carries for Canada so far, two for eight. Handoff Squally on carry number three. Starts right, then goes middle. Keeps the legs driving, and he runs through a tackle and has a gain of 10 from the 26 to the 36. So a 10-yard run there from Squally. Canada that moves the sticks. First down run on first and 10 for Squally. Squally makes a nice move, make a guy miss right there at the line of scrimmage, and in doing so, uh, ends up uh, getting to that second level and drags a guy. Ball near hash, attacking right hash the way Critchlow sees it, and he's in the gun with Squally to his left hip. Twins to either side. Tight twins right two wider wides left and the throw is screened to the left to Hefo. Hefo steps around the block and goes up the boundary for a gain of four or five is all 
It'll be second down and five-ish coming up for BYU. 3.45, the clock stops as he was stepping out at the far boundary. Makes one guy miss and then gets outside the block, which you want to try and do on that screen. Your wide receiver is trying to keep that defender inside away from the sideline because if you get to the sideline, you have that chance for the big play. Critchlow shotgun, Squally to his left hip. Tight end and a wide receiver left. Two wides to the right. They motion Simon to make it trips right. Shotgun snap from Karoma to Critchlow. Looks right, looks middle, throws middle. Bushman is there for the catch on a second and six, a gain of five and a half. It'll be third and very short yeah, coming up for to BYU. Oh, they gave it to him, Mark. You're right. Yeah. I thought that was a generous spot, but we'll take it, right? Yeah, you have to. And there's a, another one of those plays that the ball is right out in front of Bushman, and it's hard ball that he's, he's thrown a, a hard pass to him, and he still snags it in both hands, makes the catch, and gets the first. Critchlow now seven for nine. And four consecutive completions. First and ten, Cougars at the 46. 2.45 to go till halftime. 7-7, BYU's in pistol. A turn by Critchlow, a handoff to Squally. Squally just pinballing off of would-be tacklers for a gain of five. That's a hard, that's a hard run by Squally. Yeah, man, he ran through those first two. They had a, a blitz coming on, so an outside guy came untouched. And Squally does, has enough forward momentum to run right through him. It was a bumper cars run by Canada. He just kept pinging off people and kept the legs driving. Give him six on that. How about that? Second and four on the run by Canada. BYU seven, UNLV seven. The Cougars with two minutes to go till halftime, driving it to near midfield. Second and four from the UNLV 48. Snap, Critchlow settling in the pocket. Goes deep down the far sideline. He's got a man there. It's caught by Talon Shovel, but he's out of bounds. He's out of bounds by a yard on the boundary. Third down and four coming up for BYU. And Shumway was well beyond the defender. If that passes online and inbounds, it's a touchdown. Well, the good thing was that it was to him. You know, it got it right to him, but uh, just shades him. So close to getting a toe in. Rolling on the field is an incomplete pass. Previous play. Yeah. Let's take a look. I don't know. I think if he could have gotten a little more of a drag. Did he get, you know, it was so close to having a toe inbounds on the boundary. Very, very tight. Slow it down. We're getting a look at it. Right foot in the air. Left foot comes down first. And out of bounds. Never got one in. I think this will have to stay the way it was ruled. But I like the idea that they took a shot downfield. And I think that's going to be something that BYU starts to recognize. They have that opportunity. It seemed like both feet almost hit the ground simultaneously. One in and one out. But it's tough to overrule on that look. Close enough to take a look. And they are reviewing it. Yeah, if I don't if know. It, if it doesn't come BYU's way, it's third and four for the UNLV review, 48. The ruling on the field is confirmed. Incomplete pass third down. So two minutes even to go till halftime. Cougars a chance to keep this thing going. It's a third down and four from the UNLV 48. But the other point that you made, Greg, is that if it is inbounds, if he throws that ball inbounds, he's far enough behind that defender that he's going to have a good chance to get close to the end zone before the safety gets there. So BYU's one of three on third downs, and the one converted was a third down and four. And they've got third and four here now from the UNLV 48. Maybe you're in four-down territory right here. Keep momentum and score before the half. Third and four from the UNLV 48. Critchlow, shotgun. They motion to trips right. Snap, Joe. 
Looking right, looking middle, throwing on the crosser. Hefo spins away oh. and then falls down. A short of the yard to gain by a yard on third and four, a gain of three. And it was the spin by Hefo that took him off balance and caused him to fall. Did he get to the mark? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. So it's fourth and less than a yard for BYU. And they will say four down territory. So on third and four, gain of three. Fourth and one with 1.30 to go until halftime. We'll call this a pending UCCU smart decision brought to you by UCCU featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. The play clock is down to five. Yeah, they're going to take a timeout here, whether they punt or run for this uh, next play. And I say you go for it. You you have nothing to lose. First the half. 73 seconds, seconds to go till halftime. Less than a yard to gain. You're on UNLV's half of the field. You want to take your swings, swing away. You're not going to punt and pin and play for a tie. You want to go for points. You want to take a lead. Kalani's never lost a game when leading at halftime. You go for it. You make it. You move it. You score. That's got to be the attitude. I like it. So, uh, yeah, Hifo was so close. Uh, when he spins out of there, he does lose his balance. He's made that spin before and be able to just uh, if he, if even if he gets to lean forward when he goes down instead of falling right in the heap where he was at the right at the marker. Fourth down has not been in BYU's wheelhouse this year. Four of 18, but it is one of those hard yards situations. Can you make them when you gotta have them? It's fourth and less than one for BYU. One thirteen to go till halftime. Cougars seven, Rebels seven. The they ball is at the UNLV 44 and a half yard line. Got that big kid up there in the middle, but still I go quarterback sneak. They quickly break the huddle. Squally Canada is the tailback. Crickslow's under center. They sneak Joe. They push the pile. They get the first down. There it is. A fourth down and one. Move the sticks. 110 to go till halftime. BYU first down and 10. And the Cougars hurry it up. They had a second play called. I think they get back to the line. Crickslow's in the gun. He arrays his receivers with the clock rolling at 105. Squally left hip. Critchlow receives a shotgun snap, takes two big steps back. He throws on the seam. Bushman complete to the 20, to the 17-yard line. Joe Critchlow to Matt Bushman, and Markey dropped it right in there. Boy, he did. It, that uh, linebacker was dropping, but he waited. He looked at Bushman. They were in a zone defense, worried about the time and the clock, thinking it was going to be a pass. And he found that open seam. Red zone possession. Ball between the hashes. 17-yard line of UNLV. First and 10. Critchlow gun. 45 seconds to go. Firing left. Back of the end zone. It's in the air. A long time and caught, but out of bounds by Jonah Trineman. And he's a good three or four yards beyond the end line. So it'll be second down and 10 from the UNLV 17. 39 seconds to go. BYU has two timeouts remaining. Come back to that crossing route. I think that... uh, uh, I, I that time again, UNLV stayed in the regular zone defense. Didn't get any more rush than their front four. BYU picked it up quite well. Squally in pistol. Critchlow, the shotgun snap, hands off Squally. Squally to the 15, oh. to the 11. A fumble, the ball pops loose. UNLV football, is that the ruling? It is. At the end of his run, BYU driving to take a lead at halftime, and the ball came loose, and now a big pile around the football. The initial signal was UNLV. They're still piling bodies up, take pulling bodies off the pile. The rolling on the field is a fumble recovered by UNLV. The previous play is under further review. 
So the only hope is Squally's got an elbow down and the ground causes the fumble. We'll take a look at the review and see what the adjudication will be. And it could be that the elbow goes down and knocks the ball loose, in which case it's coming back. I think that's going to be it. Yep, BYU's going to get it back, folks. Mark, is that how you see it? That's right. Uh, right. I see an elbow down. Elbow's down. He's still in possession of the football. The ground caused the fumble. So BYU should get this football back. It'll be third down and four. Kind of a Maybe surprise. five. Third and five, I think, when they get this ball back. And this should be given back to BYU. It's a pretty simple case, I think, of the ground causing the fumble. Squally has the ball in the crook of his right elbow. The ball hits the gr- the elbow hits the ground. The ball pops loose, and UNLV recovers. He's tripped up, and the ball didn't come loose till he hit the ground. This should come back to BYU. I think it's fairly cut and dry. Mark, we've been wrong on reviews before, yeah, but we this have, seems to be pretty, this, pretty I, textbook. I agree. Now, both of his feet are up in the air, but the elbow makes him down. Yeah. Should be a quick one like the touchdown review is a quick one. Yeah. I think uh, it was an interesting call, and uh, the, the run the football, when you think that it's going to be the pass because you're running out of time, you're in that position that you want to try and get the score in a hurry. Now, what this does allow BYU to do is huddle on the sideline, which they are doing, and call some stuff and not have to expend timeouts. They have 32 seconds to go till halftime. Two timeouts remaining. 7-7 the score. Second and 10, likely to go to third and five if they get the ball back. After review, the runner was down at the 11-yard line. It's going to be third down and four for BYU. There it is. Third and four for BYU, 32 seconds to go till halftime. So BYU should hit halftime with a lead. It hasn't happened a lot in the Kalani Satake era. Just eight times in 23 games as BYU led at halftime. They're tied now, but they're in scoring territory. Joe Critchlow with Austin Kofensis. Timeout. BYU, second and a half, 30 seconds in length. After all of that, yeah, you would think they, they, they just met for about two minutes on the <laughs> sideline, and then they come out and call timeout. Well, all right, we'll stay here with it. They have one timeout left. Mark, that's a little bit curious. I yeah, thought, they would have, thought they would have done all of their talking. They, they might have talked it over uh, with just the coaching staff without the players over there and come up with a better idea. Alright, well, either way, they have one one, one stoppage left to give. Uh, yeah. With 32 seconds to go. It's third down and, and four. They're at the 11-yard line of UNLV. And that's an important point, Greg, because uh, you would like to have a timeout if you have to stop the clock in order to get your field goal team out there. All right, offense out on the field here on a third down and four at the UNLV 11. BYU on third downs is one of four. Critchlow shotgun, defenses to his right hip. Double stack to the right. He looks left. Pressure comes left. Steps out of a sack, throws low, and incomplete. Or what's the call? Yeah, what's whistles. He- Saying he's down? Timeout, UNLV, but... Before the snap. Oh, it came before the snap. So it'll go to third down and four once again. It had to be what the call was, right? Oh, snap. <laughs> it has to be. the. It's in order to get before a timeout. The snap, timeout, UNLV. First oh, and a wow. half. 30 seconds Whoa. in length. 
Will the game clock operator please reset the game so, clock to 32 seconds? BYU ran that play as if the play was live. They almost had Critchlow sacked. He steps out of it and throws low and I think incomplete or caught short of the marker at the far side. Yeah. Wave it all off and go to third down and four again with 32 seconds to go. <laughs> so both teams had uh, second thoughts about what they were going to do. The scoreboard shows fourth and four, but that's not correct. It's third down and four. That's no play. So the pass to Shumway at the far sideline was incomplete. It would have been fourth and four, and a field goal try certainly coming for BYU, would think. Now it'll be third down and four again, and now we get to see if UNL, UNLV regrets or will have to regret calling that timeout. 11-yard line. The ball, the far hash, as BYU goes left to right here in quarter number two. BYU below us in front of us, almost directly on our vantage line. Critchlow, shotgun. Kefensis now, left hip. Strength to the right with trips. Snap Joe. Joe fires, lobs back corner of the end zone. It is caught by Heathrow, but he's out of bounds. Touchdown! They call touchdown! He got a foot down! We'll have to wait and see. Heathrow makes the catch. It looked to be out, but they ruled touchdown. We shall see. The referee either has amazing eyes, because I thought I might have stepped out, Mark. I thought thought he was too far out. So I already had my mind made up. Oh, he got it! I think he gets it. Let's see. The ball hits his fingers. The foot is in. The referee was right. That's a touchdown for Eleven Hefo. What a call. What a throw. What a catch. <laughs> I thought it was too far. That was my initial thought. I thought it was out of the end zone. He didn't have a chance. He had a chance. He hauls it in. Eleven Hefo with the touchdown reception. And now they're taking a look at it again. Is that right? Or timeout they have LV. They've already Time had out. a look at it. UNLV, second of the half, 30 seconds in length. Now, once they've already reviewed it, you can't go for a second review, and we have to presume they looked at it already. So UNLV calls a timeout here with the score 13-7 to and a PAT pending. My live call was out of bounds at the back corner, but the official right there signaled touchdown with the first step in and the second step out, and he's got possession with a foot inbound right. at that back pylon. What a call by the yeah. official, and what a catch by Aleva Hefo, and Critchlow dropped it at the pylon, and Aleva makes the catch. His first full step takes him out, but his initial step was in with possession. The Cougars lead it. 13-7, to 7, 27 seconds to go until halftime. That's our new skin, beautiful catch of the game. New skin, discover the best you. Fowler will hold. Almond on to the PAT. Snap is back. That's a good hold. The kick is on its way, and it's good. That's 57 consecutive PATs for Rhett Almond, and BYU takes a 14-7 lead with 27 seconds to go till halftime. We'll stay right here with it. 11 yards, is that what that was? 11-yard touchdown pass after an 11-play drive. 74 yards and 353 off the clock. Levahifo had a touchdown earlier this half, waved off on a video review, and that one saw Aleva's score, and they confirm it with a look at it. And so Aleva, with that catch, has his second touchdown reception of the season and his career, and Joe Critchlow has his first touchdown pass.
as a Cougar. And Joe's first half passer rating is 166.4. 10 of 14, 119 yards and a touchdown. And you see his confidence growing with every throw, Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to say. The rush isn't affecting him at all. He's been able to stand in there and still find people. He kind of wants to, you know, he has an idea who he's going to throw it to. You can tell before he uh, actually throws it up there. But, uh, boy, he's doing a nice job of getting the ball where it can be caught. Mickelson will kick off now. The right footer approaches. Drives it. Mm. And looks like it might go out of bounds. Was it out of bounds in the end zone or in the field of play? In in the end zone. So it'll be a touchback. That was veering to the boundary, but it was out in the end zone, not in the field of play. So UNLV from the 25-yard line, first down and 10. So both teams like that. Uh, For me, I like the idea that uh, they don't get a chance to make a big return and uh, get great field position. For UNLV, they would rather have a play from a scrimmage instead of one of those uh, kickoff returns. Barbasol is the brand America trusts for close, comfortable shaves. Now they have razors, premium disposable razors. You're looking good, Cougars. You're shaving with Barbasol. And UNLV decides to end the half with that snap. That'll do it. The fans of UNLV boo and grumble as their team has to lock them down seven. <laughs> BYU's fans are on their feet. Cougars 14, Rebels 7. Down here. And sit down the field level of Nate. Coach, big fourth down conversion on that scoring drive. Did you consider not going for it? Yeah, for a little bit, and then, uh, you know, I, I, it's all about being aggressive, so fourth and that much, we better be able to get it. Joe Critchley's had a nice first half touchdown pass, completed a lot of balls. What was your assessment of his play? Well, for his first game starting, I think he's doing a great job. Uh, he seems really poised out there. Uh, really good for the first half. Let's get some more some more plays in the second half. All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you. Thank you, Nate. And the Coach will come back with a halftime recap here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.